What's up, Nation? Appreciate each and every last one of you all for tuning in to this thing. Uh, we're going to talk about it. Uh, we're going to talk about this new signing that Dallas Cowboys done picked up. We're going to get into the situation of how he can help the team and this sort of things. Guys, I can't stress this out enough. Player evaluation is 365 days out of a year. And then on top of that, it's seven days out of a week. We must continue. <laughs> I mean, we must continue to grind. Yes, let the room fill up. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Ain't no party like a cowboy party. Ain't no party like a cowboy party. Ain't no party like a cowboy party. Let's go, Cowboy Nation. One way or another, we're live like 95. Shout out to those that's been supporting this channel from day one. You guys know who it is. We spit the real over here. There's no soft cookie cutter, sugar coatings talking around here. We're going to talk the real deal, Holyfield. One way or another. Let's go, Cowboy Nation. Yeah. Stand to your feet. Let's grind and get ours, right? Play evaluation. It never ends, Cowboy Nation. Uh, as we began to look at film of the George Iloka, I understand that he's not the best safety in the world. But we got him on a one-year rental, meaning that now we can put him inside. He's going to be a guy that's going to be the sure tackler out in space, come down, crash, and do those things. Now, <laughs> I know that a lot of people got their reservations on this team as it relates to playing defense and as it relates to general manager and, and and people talking about they're leaving the team because we don't make free agency moves this is nothing mm -mm. you don't want to have a george iloka pickup and dismiss the fact that you still got a warren thornhill out there or you still got the tyler raps of the world or you still have the jonathan abrams that you can go out there and get but what you want to do is when you think that you are secured in your particular positioning as it relates to your team on the depth chart draft again that's the reality of it. Injuries occur all throughout the league, and we understand what happened when Murphy Law stepped into the building. We got to respect Murphy Law. That's just the real deal, Holyfield, of everything. Now, a lot of people sitting back saying that, oh, we don't need this guy. Don't y'all know special team is a key ingredient to every team winning? And what I'm looking at, when I'm looking at tape of George Iloka, I have a veteran guy that can play special teams, right? Then I can get him for a cheap deal cheap deal and then on top of that it's dry right now it's saturday and jerry jones and his agencies of of who george aloka is of the world's right they said you know what we're gonna make the news announcement now right <laughs> in the middle of the weekend i appreciate each and every last one of you all thank you guys for tuning in to the nation this is news that you guys gotta hear that i think that also is two sides to the coin I think that when George Iloka played for the actual um, uh, the Minnesota Vikings, <clears throat> they didn't use him well. They played him single high. They played him up top. Uh, he don't have the, the the best hip movements of the world, but he's better deep inside. Oh, I said deep inside, right? <laughs> he's better deep down inside as the strong safety. You put that guy inside, he can make moves happen in those factors. Now, what I'm saying is, Hey, what about the Eric Berries of the world? Is the dose slam shut on him? No. 
It's still not. And what about this other guy that they brought in? Yeah, he signed with the Indianapolis Colts. He went back. He was looking for a money bag, right? They signed him back up with more money. So that's how life is, Cowboy Nation. Uh, Lewis Campo says Super Bowl. <laughs> we can say that. I say the Cowboys going to the Super Bowl every year. So I want you to keep that same energy just like me. Just because other teams are winning the Super Bowl, don't lose sight. Don't lose hope. Don't lose what you know for sure that's deep down in the belly of your mind. You know what I mean? Do not lose sight. Continue to fight, Cowboy Nation. Continue to say, hey, we're going to make it. It's something about being positive, right? It's something about moving everything together in your mind to understand that, hey, these are the things that we can elevate just by thinking. <laughs> so, hey, Jay Jones said it's time for the round table. Hey, we got to figure out how we can match up our schedules. Everybody been busy and it's just been just like that, you know. But whenever they get ready for the round table, I will be here already lock loaded. And it just had to be super late because I got family situations that I got to take care of. Uh, raw signing. This is from Andrew Dominguez. My thing is co collectively shout out to those that's on the uh, Periscope, the Callaway, the best way. Uh, shout out to you all as well as on the Periscope, Christina. Uh, thank you for being part of the, the mix, Kristen, with a K, not a C. Uh, shout out to you. Um, this is the thing. These moves are setting us up for depth purposes. <laughs> we didn't have a lot of depths last year, especially on the defensive front. We didn't have a lot of depths. I mean, Antoine Barbecue Woods at number 51, I, I, I don't think they're going to re-sign it. Number 51 that was on our team and uh, Daniel Ross, they, they, they tried. They tried. <laughs> and that's the best that you can do. You can try. And they tried. And we was uh, fiddle-faddling along with David Irving. He, he made an announcement today that, hey, 85% of the NFL players smoke weed, right? That's what David Irving was saying out there. So we have people, NFL players, just because they got caught up with situation, they ready to rat out and snitch on everybody else and saying, well, hey, I want 85% of the other NFL players to go out here and smoke weed too, and they can't suspend us all. No. <laughs> You don't get suspended for smoking weed the first time. You go through a whole situation, but that's a story of a different day. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> Just look up Bobby Belt's uh, Twitter handle, and you will see what I'm talking about, Cowboy Nation. Uh, Lil Rue, what's up, fam? And shout out to Oak Cliff. Shout out to South Dallas as well, man. All my guys just down there in the South hooking it up and holding it up for me, man. Appreciate it, man. Thank you all for being part of the mix. Thank you all. Cowboys X Factor, shout out to you, man. Thank you for being part of the mix. Okay, let's get to the meat and potatoes of what this Warren Thornhill can do. Look, guys, I understand that we want something that, that we can really look in our eyes and say, okay, just maybe, just maybe he just a placeholder. But what I want to look at collectively, and I'm talking about collectively, if you guys don't get mad at me using that word, that's meaning a total sum of everything, right? I'm looking at a guy. This is a special team play that can collapse and come down and crash and hit. We need that. We need to have that dominant presence. We need to have that fortitude of our, not just our mind, but everything out there to create some type of what? Temperament. Tenacity. Watch this hit. Watch this hit on the, on the box down below. Boom. We need that, Cowboy Nation. That changes a whole lot of things. Momentum. It, it do. It do. I know a lot of people like, ah, it's okay. He's just a guy. But just a guy can also play and help you out 
as it relates to what? <laughs> as it relates to special teams. But let's look at everything. I really appreciate each and every last one of you all. I'm going to pull this up for you all so that we can uh, really deep dive into it. Come on, let's go, Cowboy Nation. Let's go with it. Appreciate you guys. Let's continue to grow. It's it's a thing. It's just football life. It never ends. I promise you it don't. If it did, I I I would be lying to you, and uh, that's just not how I go. I don't have to lie to kick it. We're gonna talk the real deal, Holyfield over here. We're gonna talk the realness, and and we're not gonna fiddle faddle around and just be a part of this thing and lie to you guys. All right, so let's look at what he played like when he was playing with the Cincinnati Bengals. Deep down inside, <laughs> watch how you come down. Hey, we need to see this more often with our plays. We need to have a physical guy. To set the tone, to set the temperament, to come down, crash, end that run cycle, boom, bust through your guy, separate, and get the runner down. That's what I like to see, Cowboy Nation. We want to see that out there on the field. If not, we want the competition to be so heavy. We want the competition to be so nasty out there that it's going to fold for anybody who's trying to step up and say, okay, I cannot fall back because I know for sure that this guy is hungry. He want to prove it to the nation that he can still play. Can he capture the alpha on the edge? Yes. Tackling. That's the name of the game, Cowboy Nation. Look, we already understood what happened when we played against the funky L.A. Rams. They embarrassed us. We was afraid to hit number 35. I guarantee you my bottom dollar. This boy right here, George Iloka, he's not afraid to hit nobody. He's not going to allow the opposition to hit him first. He's going to be the tone setter, the, the aggressor. Remember this in a fight. Look here. I'm not trying to tell people to go out there and fight. But I'm trying to tell people I want you to start the fight. I want you to get out there and punch somebody in the nose, hit him across the face, and I believe that this is what he's going to do. Y'all saw that play right there? Let me just rewind for a free, a free second, a few seconds here. Mm, he coming down into the box. This box right here, this is what a safety is supposed to do, a, a strong safety. He don't supposed to be passive. He don't supposed to be passive aggressive. You want him to come down, squeeze that edge, and hit flat out hit that's what i want i don't care hey did he have 10 interceptions did he have five interceptions did he have three interceptions no but did he hit them that's what i want i worry about the interceptions with the xavier woods i worry about the interception with my cornerbacks <laughs> you see what i'm saying i want a guy that i want to make sure that if they trying to cream and they trying to slide up in the middle trying to get deep inside i want my guy to come down and hit Yes, run supporters, everything. Meticulous Cowboys 86 is letting people know. That's the truth. Run support. Old school football. You come down, you crash, and you hit. You hit. That's what we want, Cowboy Nation. Hey, next we need a defensive lineman. This is from Jordan K. Yes, we do need some presence inside. But I ooh, look at this hit. I want you to feel the thunder. Yes, let's rewind. <laughs> Bust, it, bust down on him, right? <laughs> what do you say? Bust down on Tatiana. <laughs> Watch how he bust down on her. Hey, bust down on her. That's what we want. Yes, we want 
that. Big Dog, this is from Benny Blaze. Shout out to that name. Cold name. Benny Blaze. Big Dog Law, is he going to start? I don't really think he's going to start all the way. I think that he's going to be an, an enforcer. I really do. I think that they are still, if Jeff Heath's still on his team, they still might roll out the Xavier Woods, Jeff Heath package. But to me, <laughs> when you get into certain packages and you really want that, that safety to hit, it's, it's possible to have multiple packages out there. <laughs> yes, can't wait to collab with you. Yes, Dallas Cowboys fan 1980. Yes, indeed. I can't wait for you to jump on to the show, man. Matter of fact, if you want to jump on now, I can send you the link and I can put you down into this thing too. Just let me know. Uh, comment down below if you want me to uh, pull you in. Now, that's, this is the range play right here. Let me just go back. This is not the, the best coverage range that he got. But watch, he can come down, crash, and hit. I rewind it just a little bit so you guys can see the uh, cover two look that he played in. Also, within the Cincinnati Bengals, he's going to secure this edge. Watch the receiver break free, and he gets over to the top. Just couldn't corral, couldn't pull the ball down. But that's just one of those things. Chris Ristar, stay pumped up like Jimmy Johnson. This is from D. Will, dude. the guy that's going to speak the real. Yes, D. Will. Yeah, he said, yes, sir, send it. Okay. While this highlight is playing, I'm going to reach out to my boy, Cowboys fans, since 1980. I didn't say 1983. I didn't say 1985. I said since 1980 is in the house. Cowboy Nation, I don't know about you all, but I can tell you this right here, that Cowboy Nation, we are on to something. I know a lot of people don't like some things what the Cowboys been doing during this offseason, but I can tell you right now, boy, we love what we're seeing now, or some of those like what they're seeing now, right? But guess what? Guess what, Cowboy Nation? We guess what? Wait till Will McClay do his thing. It's about to be mid-evil. <laughs> I can't make this stuff up, Cowboy Nation. All we got to do now is continue to grind and do ours, right? Continue to do the small things. It's the small things that count, Cowboys. Small thing. It says uh, right here, Dallas Fanatic. Who's it? Dallas Fan DC. Dallas fan DC says trade Sean Lee now and we get a healthier backup. See, the thing is with trade, and I love trading, but the trade, you got to have a dance partner. If you don't have a dance partner, hey, <laughs> your, your, your thoughts can just go to the wayside. You know, I don't think nobody's really, 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 really willing to dance with Sean Lee. But thank you for the comment, though. Uh, Mondo said, thank you for the donation to help grow the nation. Really do appreciate the, the love and adulation that you have for this channel. Thank you for it. He says, should we trade up in the first round? Just depends. Just depends if you got your eyes on someone. If you got your mind set to someone, then yes, go ahead and do those things. That's what I would do. But we never know. You know, it's just one of those things where we have to sit back and relax until everything folds out. Uh, Cowboys fans since 1980, send me your email. Email me at, um, or you can post it down below so I can add you into the show. Send me your email. That's my email. Send me your email. Send me an email link or something like that. Or, or send me like, hey, law, I'm here. 
and I can send you this invite. You see what I'm saying? That's how we do that. Okay. Unless I can do it right here. Yeah, it ain't gonna go that way. All right, just let me know, man, and we'll add you into this mix, man. That's how we'll do that. Just make sure uh, we're gonna do it through Google Hangout. So make sure you got uh, either, um, what do we wanna say? Make sure that you got using Google Chrome. Firefox, it, it normally messes up everything. Well, I'm gonna send you this invite to jump on in whenever you get a chance. Just email me, fam. We jump right into this thing. Yes, indeed, Cowboy Nation. Yes, indeed. Have, have you seen Crawford <laughs> fighting video? I seen that pushing battle. <laughs> I did. I seen that pushing battle, man. It's, it's all good. Uh, I tell you what, Cowboys fans, since 1980, tweet me, DM me. That's what. That's the best way to do it. My bad. <laughs> Let me see. Just I know you're on Twitter. Thorn, Thornhill is the man, Martin. Yes, he is. Um, he is the man, man. I like him. Matter of fact, it's in between the raps of the worlds, and it's also in between the, uh, I, I want to say, um, uh, the Jordan. I mean, not about to say Jordan. Shout out to Jordan, Hip Hop Lewis. Somehow he's on my mind. Uh, it's in between uh, him and I, I would say who else my my favorite guy that I like I like Mullins but I think that he's more of a corner uh, but I like also the Nasir Adley I just don't think that uh, he's more so Chris Richard's guy though you know what I mean almost there Cowboys fans since 1980 Shoot me that email if you really want to jump in. All right, so outside of that, look at this film, guys. Come down, go into the box. This is where he played at well. You see him right here, number 23. We're looking at this is a classic cover two defense. You have your three linebackers. You have your your, your cornerback inside because nobody's lined up on the outside. This is a, a run play, run formation, and we're going to see him shoot the gap Wrap tackle, not shoulder, not with the shoulder lean. Come in, boom. Head up, see your target, man. That's what you want to do. Hit your target. Let them know that uh, that that your presence is there. And let's watch one. Mm, jump out, make them pay. That's what I want. I want to see the guy make them pay. And that's how we got to do it, Cowboy Nation. We want to see that. We want to feel those hits. We want to make sure that when we come down and we collapse that pocket or we we, we penetrate that box, we want to see some, some wood being laid. <laughs> now, the real Jay Peru, was it Peru? Says, uh, Jay Peru's, yeah. We need a ball hawk. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, we do need that ball hawk. A local is good, strong safety. Yes, yes. So is uh like he's just like marginals better or, or like fractions better than uh, my boy, my brother from another mother, uh, uh, Kayvon Frazier. Shout out to him. I heard on a news wave that he got married today. Shout out to him. Appreciate it. You know, we, we always love to hear that when somebody getting married and they finna jump the broom or have whatever they do in their particular uh, uh, ceremonies there. Appreciate that. 
So we got a box safety, guys. We got a guy that can come down and hit and not afraid to, uh, to, to greet the pressure, wherever it may be. So that's what I like to hear, and that's what I like to see, Cowboy Nation. Yes, indeed, Savage. Yeah, Darnell Savage won't last into to the 90s, though. Yeah, Savage is nasty. You're talking about Savage Jr. Yes, indeed. Let me see if I got you right here. Mm-mm, I'm still trying to find you, uh, Cowboys fans, since 1980. Let me know if I can go do it by this way. Let me see if I can go this way. Bam. Y'all bear with me, Cowboys fan. Y'all bear with me. Appreciate your patience. AB doesn't have even ever turned his head around. You're talking about Anthony Brown. My thing is with Antonio Brown, uh, they played him inside. And and that play that DeAndre Hopkins caught that ball across the uh, he did a drag drag route. I call it a drag smoke. Uh, he did it across the middle. And if Antonio Brown was an inch or, or a few centimeters taller, he would have been able to bat that ball down. Not trying to say that uh, that he's trash or anything, um, but but I'm saying that uh, just an inch taller, he would knock that ball out. Or just a little bit physical on the line, he would have knocked that ball out. Uh, Icola is an upgrade over Jeff Heap. This is from Abdul. 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 Uh, my, my thing is, you're looking at two different type of uh, players. I, I really think that Jeff Heath's strong suit, although he's physical enough to play inside the box, I think Jeff Heath is one of the fastest guys that's on this Dallas Cowboys secondary. He's one of the fastest. It's like Jeff Heath, then there's uh, Byron Jones, give or take. One or the other. They, they bought the fast. Shout out to you, Dub. They both fast. They both guys. You can look on here. Jeff Heath was able to run down Saquon Barkley, even though Saquon had the edge and the angle better. He was still able to run him down. He was able to run down another guy. So I think Jeff Heath got the speed. But for playing strong safety, <laughs> for, for a lot of snaps, I just don't like that portion of Jeff Heath's game, to me, in my opinion. I, I just don't like it, you know. Um, Law, this is from Martin. He says, Law, if you if we get into the NFC champs, do we extend Garrett? Uh, oh, it's one of those questionings. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's one of those questionings. My thing is, um, <clears throat> when we're talking about the extension of Jason Garrett, right? If you get to the NFC champion, if we get there and lose, it's dependent on how we lose. <laughs> if we get blown out 40 to like three or something like that. Well, I say, Jason Garrett, we love what you was able to do with this team, but it's time for us to just go ahead and kick the cans elsewhere, right? <laughs> That's just my opinion. I don't think you'll re-sign the guy just because you made it to the championship of the NFC, uh, I guess, NFC championship. I, I just don't look at it that way. I know some people are going to say, no, nah, we should extend him because we made it there. No, I already told you guys how I feel about Jeff, uh, but not Jeff, but Jason Garrett. I told you guys already how I feel about him. Um, I think that he's an excellent motivator. I think that he's great in those parameters. But my only reservation would be, uh, can he actually coach this thing to to a high level of letting other people to just win? That's my thing. 
Let me see if I can go about it this way. Trey Sean Lee for Quinn. <laughs> Alan Perez. You got to have a dancing partner. <laughs> you got to have a dancing partner. That's what I believe. I, I just don't think that they'll go that route. I understand that a lot of people would like to see that trade happen. But now you got a secure weapon as it, as it relates to depths. Now, I do know that Jeff, keep on saying Jeff Heath, his name is on the tip of my tongue. I do know that uh, when we look at it collectively and we look at, let me see if I can go and find this. All right, Space Cowboy. Shout out to Space Cowboy, man. Always in the mix, man. Appreciate him, too. Meticulous um, Cowboy. This team has the talent. Talent enough for deed. We were two games away from going to the Super Bowl last year. So those are things that we have to really look at, too. We were two games away. So one can argue this. If we were to win one of those games and we just get that momentum going over to the next half of it, boy. <laughs> Fifth round pick for Quinn. I'm thinking that they may move it up to a fourth round pick. Remember, teams like to squeeze the Dallas Cowboys. They like to do this with the Cowboys. They use Dallas Cowboys for leverage, for one, for our salary negotiation. And then for two, they use the Dallas Cowboys for, for just notice. <laughs> Notoriety, as they say. You, when you mention the Cowboys' name in a sentence with anything, I remember ways back ago, you know, way back when a player get arrested, when a player get, with Sam Hurd, when he got arrested or what have you. They said all over the news, he was still playing for the Chicago Bears, but all over the news and all over the airways, they were saying, ex-Cowboy player Sam Hurd arrested for drug trafficking or drug whatever it may have been that he got arrested for. See, the Cowboys news is always around everybody's earways and ear, ear holes and, <laughs> and mouth. That's what it's like. Just like when we look up uh, the Greg Hardy situation, people were actually thinking that the situation happened while he was on the Dallas Cowboys team. They even count the suspension for the Dallas Cowboys opposed to North Carolina uh, Panthers or Carolina Panthers, however you want to call them. That's crazy, huh? <laughs> That's just how it goes, man. Um, Jordan Daniels says, are we keeping D-Law? I'm glad that you mentioned that. The thing is with D-Law, um, send the link through Hangouts. Uh, Dallas Cowboy fan, just shoot me your uh, email address, man. Uh, what's your email address? Or here you go right here. Let me see if I can. Because I, I, I got to only send it through Twitter. I can only send you this uh, link through Twitter. Or I can send it to through to you via the email or what have you. I don't have a, the Google Hangout Hangout link. I try to do it that way. It just don't pop up for me uh, if possible. Let me see if I can try it one more time. And uh, it's giving me all type of snafus. When I type your name in, it, it does not go through the way I want it to. It just keep pulling up somebody else's name. So I'm going to try it one more time, Dallas Cowboy fan, since 1980. And uh, see if I can bring you on a board so we can talk about this. And uh, th this is all on the fly, guys. This is nothing planned. But I want to hear his thoughts. I want to hear his opinions of everything and uh, see how he feel about this. Let me see. Uh, I'm gonna type your name in Dallas, and I know I'm following you, so it don't pull up. I guess your name is such a common name, it don't pull up at all under my invite list. Uh, when I type when I type in your name, Dallas Cowboys fan since 1980, it don't pull up at all as a uh, a link that I can send it to when I go through the uh, the Google Hangouts. So, uh, Cowboy Nation, just bear with us. I'm gonna try to bring him on the board, and we will talk about this. Uh, Cowboys film and we'll talk about things that we need to talk about as far as 
who in the world and what the world the Cowboys are doing with this pickup and things like that. All right. Let me know if you got a Twitter, uh, Dallas Cowboy fan, since 1980. Jimmy Johnson for coach. This is from D. Will. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> Jimmy Johnson has retired, and Jeff Heap just left <laughs> the chat. <laughs> Jeff Heap's still the man. Callaway, just send Law your email. Just Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, the Callaway, the best way to say, yeah, just send me your email. I know you don't want to send it on the over to everyone and get in your email, and they probably send you all type of... <laughs> spam and stuff like that but uh let me see and we're on and we're on let me pump this music up for you guys there you go george iloka just entered the chat shout out to george iloka <laughs> travis frederick is key this is from emz yes you are one million percent right on that and um I think that when you have a guy like that, when you have the ability to uh, to do those type of things like Travis Frederick can do, it steps up everybody's game. Do you guys agree or do you guys disagree? Travis Frederick, we love the services that Joe, uh, Joe Looney was able to do. Shout out to you, Studwood. We love the services that Joe Looney was able to do, but it's just not on the same playing field. <laughs> it's just not on the same level. Let me see. Okay. We almost there. Mm. Oh, I got you now, fam. We in there now. <laughs> Charge it to my head now, my heart, Cowboy Nation. All right, I'm finna. We're gonna bring in him in in a few seconds. We about to talk about this one way or another. Here we go. All right. So as soon as we bring him in, we'll talk more about this uh, George Iloka. We'll talk about how nastiness and how much we need to have this type of presence. All right, 1980, I just sent you in the wonderful link (laughs) to your Twitter machine. Shout out to you, man. Thank you for your patience and thank you for your your, your kindness with this. All right, Porter, this is solid. That's what I'm talking about. He said, this is solid pickup. He has a Pro Bowl on his resume. Oh, okay. He can cover the tight end. Will, and he, I guess, he can cover the tight end well, and he does play the run well. Yes, so this is from my guy Porter. He says he made the donation to have Rotor Nation. He says, this is a solid pickup. He has a Pro Bowl on his resume. He can cover the tight end well, and he does play well against the run. So those are two ingredients. And then you're talking about system, right? A box safety that you can put down close inside. Those are things that we need to have. Dak D. Willis saying Dak is like Stephen McNair. Uh, okay. I, I can live with that. We all can live with that. All right. So let me see if we can jump back over to Twitter. And we'll go right here. Almost there, Cowboy Nation. Yes, indeed, man. Cowboy Nation, let's go. 
All we got to do is continue to make this thing. Seems like a better Barry Church. Barry Church was a little faster than George Iloka. I think Barry had a little bit more range. Barry Church can come into the box and hit well. But I think George, he, 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 he tends to tackle a little bit better. Appreciate you, man. Let me know when you finish all set up. Just give me a thumbs up. I'm ready, dog. Oh, oh man. Oh, my goodness. That boy, I'm, he I'm jumped. I'm ready, man. Ball, ball head and all, dog. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> Let me put you up, man. Let me put you up on the screen then, man. Yeah, let's go, Cowboy Nation. I got my brother from another mother. No other. Don't look like Danny Glover up in here. And uh, we already know how this thing goes. Uh, Cowboy Nation, we love to hear about this. Uh, go ahead, man. Tell the people where you are, what your name is, man, how, to go, how they can find your channel, things like that, Cowboy Nation. Uh, Cowboys fans right, in 1980. Man, uh, <laughs> once again, man, I appreciate you. Uh, mm -hmm. Appreciate you taking the time having me on. First of all, man, uh, Cowboy Nation all the way. I've mm -hmm. been watching you for years, man. I, I just learned that we live right up the damn freeway from each other. Right. Um, uh, you, Mark Holmes, Shango, all you guys, uh, inspiration. You know, you know, for me uh, mm -hmm. personally. Um, uh, you can find me right here, Dallas Cowboys in 1980. Uh, here, same thing on YouTube, Twitter, uh, Facebook, Dallas Cowboy Fan 1980. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, I was watching you talk about, you know, George. I'm just going to call him George because I don't know how to pronounce I don't, <laughs> don't want to keep butchering his last name. You get what I'm saying? Right. Iloka, <laughs> um, I, I just said George. Everybody know what I'm talking about. When I said George. Mm -hmm. uh, this is another smart, silent killer signing for the Dallas Cowboys. Um, this guy, 6'4", 225, uh, he has the height and this to give us depth as well. Mm -hmm. And what, what really what really brought me aboard, because at first I was a little iffy about him, but everybody else that they were talking to, Gathers and, and, and Barry and guys, I didn't see any interception on their resume, really. Um, we're, this team, this secondary needs ball hawks. Mm -hmm. We need guys, we need playmakers on the defensive side of the ball in the secondary. Right. We got enough tackles. We got plenty of tackles. They need to learn to wrap up, but we got yeah. plenty of tackles. Um, we need guys to go after the ball. When what I, my motto is, what I was taught from little league, um, junior high, high school, college, arena football, you know, different levels. Right. Uh, when the ball, when you're a secondary guy, whether you're corner, safety, free safety, whatever, uh, when the ball is in the air, you turn into a receiver. Mm -hmm. And that's what matters. That's what the Dallas Cowboys need. That's what these young secondary guys need to learn. That's what they're taught. Even in, even in, um, um, what do you call it? Um, even in practice, and right. um, they they do the follow the ball drill. They mm -hmm. follow the ball because you have to learn to make a play on the ball. You get what I'm saying? Right. And once they learn that, once they learn that, and come to terms with that, and be comfortable with that, they'll be great. Rather, if you're a cornerback or a safety, the object of the game is defense is getting the ball back, keeping your defense fresh, three and out, create turnovers, strip sacks, whatever you got to do, get the ball. That's what Chris Richard is trying to bring to the, this Dallas Cowboy organization. Playmaking ability. Everybody can tackle, but you got to learn how to make. That's why Dion and, and, and um, uh, Lawrence Taylor, I keep going back to these guys. Right. I, hope, I, I, hope, I hope I'm not talking too much, man. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. But Speak your mind, man. I, I keep going to these guys because they were great. 
uh, uh, Junior Seau, uh, Ken Norton, all the guys. I, I can't name them all. There's so many of them. Uh, they were playmakers on defense. You got to learn to playmake. Offense isn't just for playmaking. It can be done on defense, too. You got to do that. That's why Dion was so successful. That's why Rob Woodson, uh, Charles Woodson, mm-hmm. that's why those guys, they were converting from corner to safety. You got to be a receiver in the secondary. That has to be done in order to be great. Uh, all that tackling and stuff, that'll come with it. That'll come with it. Now, I do agree with, you know, you got to take the ball away from the opposition. I, I agree with that wholeheartedly. But this is the other thing I got to agree with, what I got to say, too. Okay. The name of the game, and you got to tackle, too. <laughs> you got to come down, and you got to lay the wood. You got to do that. You got to be able to do that, especially in this day and time. We look at the L.A. Rams tape, and we look at how they were shying away from tackling number 35, the bowling ball with legs. Now, I do know they schemed up a lot of things to get those alleyways and those running lanes open, but you got to figure out, put your nose in there, and also you got to be able to stick them when the opportunity is given. Now, I saw number 35, and I saw, and of course, we love what Xavier Woods can do. <laughs> we love him, you yeah. know, as a free safety. Now, I heard some people saying, like, put him in, down inside, put him at the box, safety look, and I'm like, nah. <laughs> it's a different world between, what, Aloka's, what, six foot three, 230 pounds, 225 pounds. That's a different world from being six foot close to six foot 200 pounds you see what i'm saying it's a different world you know that's what i'm saying run support is a lot of things that we need and that's what we are missing but what i'm looking at with this particular pick is what the cowboys are looking at is saying okay let's get a guy for cheap so that whoever we draft they can at least have that veteran bridge guy you see what i'm saying so i'm looking at him for more so being a bridge player versus a long-term uh, uh asset for us yes, that's you right you're exactly that? right you're exactly right. I didn't. I'm not disagreeing with you at all. I totally 100% agree with you. Uh, Xavier Woods. I like him, but these guys, Jeff Heath, uh, Jeff Heath have to, has to work on his angles. Uh, and, and these guys need to learn how to wrap up. I mean, that's fundamental. I, like I said on my, my <laughs> right. live stream, when I when I said on my live stream when I was outside, I took a walk in my neighborhood. Uh, fundamentals can win you Super Bowls. Fundamentals. <sighs> Talk to it. Fundamentals. Yeah. Just basic fundamentals, Doc. That's how New England wins. They are a fundamentally sound team, disciplined team. They don't have any flashy guys. They're well taught. They're well coached. They don't make. They make few. I'm not saying they don't make mistakes. They make few mistakes, and that's how they win ball games. They are solid killers. That's what the Dallas Cowboys need to be. It, we're, we're we're signing good guys in key positions, like you said, like I say on my videos, the same thing. We were two games away from the Super Bowl. All we need Those is a two. few components, a few components here and there, and we're there, guys. Uh, the D-Law thing, they need to figure out something with that. I would hate to go back to the drawing board to try to develop somebody else because Dallas does have a hard time developing guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they need, to come, they need to figure something out with that real fast. Give me your give thoughts me. on D-Law because I've been saying this for a long time, uh, that they're in a, it's a conundrum piece, basically. You can have one side of the table where they, you can look at it and say, they, they, they really want to pay this guy. But on the other hand, you can look at it and say, well, they got their reservations because of the shoulder. Let me know your thoughts. I want to know your opinion of this uh, uh, D-Law situation. Nobody, they're in a cat and mouse type thing going on right now. Nobody right. wants to give. Nobody wants to give. D-Law doesn't want to give. He wants to play. He wants to be a cowboy. Because mm-hmm. like, like you know, we posted 
later earlier in the week, or maybe last week, he was practicing, watching film and stuff with the, with the, with the team. So that shows initiative. That's good. Right. Uh, but they, they still got to work something out. See, uh, my thing is, is when you pump a guy's head up too much, he think his boo-boo don't stink. So <laughs> he think he deserves, you know, because he's been, he's been hearing it from the media. He's been hearing it from us, right. from the family. Uh, probably the coaching staff. Oh, he lost this. He lost that. He's the, you know, we got to pay. The, you know, no, no, no. His, his uh, agent is, is, he wants to get paid too. He's in his ear. Right. So you, you got agent to trying to get that 6%. So those who out there got those calculators, you put up 6%, 6% of 141 million. <laughs> there there, there yeah. you go. There you go. And it's just a, it's just a matter of realistically. I mean, real, you got to be realistic about it. Um, mm-hmm. They need to try to figure something out. Somebody's got to break. Uh, you got to go ahead and got to go ahead and pay him because we, if we don't pay him, if we keep paying him twenty, this is probably the last year. It had I don't even know if he's accepted it. Has he accepted the twenty million dollar uh, franchise tag? He he didn't. He, he looked at it and said, "Oh man, you guys are being disrespectful." You know what I mean? Yeah. You guys look. Yeah. <laughs> With that. That means it's not 100%. He hasn't accepted it. He hasn't signed on the dotted line just yet. It was just an offer. Uh, he wants something long term. He's still young. If we don't sign, if they don't figure something out with this guy, we're going to go back to the drawing board to try to develop another defensive end or, or sign Quinn and try to get him used to our system and things like that. But uh, you need somebody young in there that you can develop and grow with. Dallas hasn't been a fan of, of paying defensive players, period, since Dion, probably. That was the only. That was probably one of the. Oh, uh, Brandon Carr. I, I met, him, but they they made yeah. a big. He was okay, but you know he was Brandon used car. He was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they try to put him in situations where I think that Brandon Carr would have been better with a Chris Richard system than the system that he played oh. in. Because uh, he's physical. Because he's physical. Yep, you're right. You're yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah. He would have been. It would have been a whole different. <clears throat> it would have been a whole different story. <clears throat> Hold on for me, man. Go ahead, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, finish up. I got it. I got it. <laughs> I can take this water well, real quick. Um, yeah, my thing, they need to come up. They need to think of something new. When you continuously go back to what I'm saying, when you continuously tell a guy he's good, he's this, he's that, and he's hearing it from the fans, he's hearing it from the media and the news and all that stuff, he's going to think that he's he higher than football. You get what I'm saying? So right. just like my high school coach, he was Coach Johnson, uh, I was pretty good. When I was in high school, I was a freshman on varsity. I, uh, but he never gave me props. All the other coaches would, but he was the one that didn't. And he was right. a defensive, our defensive coordinator. So I was like, damn, I can never get this guy to smile. He never smiled. So I, I, it made me work harder to try to get him to his approval. You get what I'm saying? Right. Uh, I think they should treat NFL players like that too. Even though they're doing, they're successful. You still got to give them that hard exterior towards them so they won't think that they've already been to the promised land without the Super Bowl. You give yeah. them it's mental. It's mental. It's mental. Now if if if, if they like Emmett, if they've won Super Bowls, if they've won Super Bowls, I can see players holding out. They've won Super Bowls, guys. <laughs> These young guys today, it's all about um uh, win second, get paid first. It's yeah, like, it, it, it's, the, it's the, like, the problem is that these players are getting paid the most money of all times, right? Uh, we look at the inflations of the uh, market. Uh, the, the, the salary cap is only 188 million, right? 
Yeah, yeah. You get look, you get teams that's desperate enough to overpay for a player. And I will say this, and <clears throat> I know I might get a lot of hate mail, but people fail to realize Khalil Mack was overpaid. He's not yes, worth sir. he's not worth a hundred and forty one million dollars. Now what happened mm-hmm. here is when you got a team that have the resources and the cap space to pay hundred and forty one million dollars, what happened right. here is like a um a ripple effect. People yeah. start yep. comparing salary, then they start comparing stats, and they can start comparing like, hey, why should I <laughs> risk my life? for a team when they got that bag that's over there in Chicago paying $141 million, you see. So with the problem is it, it, it inflates the market. And that's why I say the NFL is in a trouble situation with this because all it does is it drives up the price tag of every player. And now the D-Laws of the world saying, okay, hey, I want my $142 million because I played far as my stat-wise better within the last two years, you see. And if he got $90 million guarantee, then why not me? And if you look at Le'Veon Bell's contract, what he turned down 70 million, 30 million guarantee from the Steelers, you see? Mm-hmm. So, what that does, because he wanted, um, I think that, that girlie got paid afterwards, but what have you. But now, everybody, you don't think Ezekiel is looking at Todd Gurley and he's looking at uh, uh, Le'Veon Bell's contract and saying, I at least, I at least want 35, 40 million guaranteed. Yeah, because <laughs> right, because right, I don't want I don't want to reset the market and decrease the situation because that's what his that's what his agent's going to do. You you just did you just recently recently purchased a house? I, yeah, I did. Me and my wife. It'll be a year uh, in June. It'll be a year in June. Yes, sir. Congratulations! But you had a realtor, right? Yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so yeah. you told her, "Hey, this is what I was pre-approved for," and her job yeah, yeah. was to go out there and find the best what? Yeah, yeah, right. the best house for you. She, she couldn't go point. Now, shout out to Oak Cliff and shout out to South Dallas, but she wouldn't go say, "Okay, I see this wonderful real estate right here that would be comfortable for the for the amount of money that you got pre-approved for, and you are now able to take that particular asset and resources to rebuild this particular house." You like, nah, nah. There you go. But shout Perfect. out to Oak Cliff and South Dallas, though. You know what I mean? But you see what I'm saying? That's the whole philosophy of this. "Quote unquote salary cap slash agent." <clears throat> yeah, perfect. I'm from the cliff, so perfect acknowledgement. <laughs> well, 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 I'm I, safe I, now. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't. Yeah, I'm, I'm out of town now. I'm out of- <laughs> <laughs> but but that's yeah, that's the problem is, and then we look at look the moment Landon Collins signed that contract, they overpaid for the for the Redskins, whatever I call them, the Deadskins. The moment yeah. he signed that contract, Jalen Smith like, what? What? Y'all paying yeah. strong safety, box safety that they can't cover. Cornerback money? Oh, it's going to uh-huh. be on. Hey, look at man. Oh, that's, uh, you, I got you. Yeah, you're exactly right, bro. So you're exactly right, man. Jaguars not going to pay Jalen Smith. Oh, not Jalen Smith, but Jalen uh, Ramsey all that money. <laughs> man. Somebody going to be the fool, though. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right, man. I'm telling. You. But this is this was smart, man. Uh, this was this was really smart. I think I think he's going to uh, shine under under Chris Richard's scheme. I really I really do. How, how really you feel think. about Randall Cobb? I like Randall. I like that signing too. I, I like. You know what? I think he has a better attitude than Beasley. 
And that's that's the thing the Dallas Cowboys have to get back on this team is attitude, winning attitude. Guys that want to win first. Um, and he seems a little bit more mature, ready to play. He seems like he's ready to get out there. He, he was, I read that he was so anxious. He was watching the other guys. There were a few of the Cowboys out there on the practice field. And he was anxious. He was so anxious. They had to give him some sweats and some cleats so he can get out there and practice on his footwork and stuff like that. So that that right there, that right there alone is enough. It's enough for me to be like, okay, this guy's serious. He's serious about coming here and helping this team win, helping this team get over the hump. I think he's a better fit. I think he's an upgrade. I, I, slightly, I love Kobe. Don't get me wrong. He was very right. consistent. When we hit him, when he was a target. But I think our offensive style, our offensive style isn't built for a consistent target slot receiver. We are a run-first power offense. That's just the way Dallas Cowboys. We've been there since Emmitt and Dorsett and all them guys. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's, the same, it's, it's the same playbook, basically, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cobb can do different things. He can line up in the backfield. He can play special team. He'd be, he'd be a good red zone threat. Uh, his yards after the catch is what – uh, what 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 sold me because he can he can run pretty good routes. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not as quick as he's not as quick as Cole Beasley, but he can pretty he can still run those power. He can he's had, he has that good ability and a knack for the end zone. He has forty one touchdowns in his career, so uh, I, I think he's going to be a good addition. And he he's going to he's going to cause our offense to be creative, be creative in the red zone because last year we weren't creative in the red zone. We were very predictable. And that's why we couldn't get in the end zone. We would go all the way downfield and kick field goals. And <laughs> it's easy to throw a long pass to Mark Cooper, or it's easy for Zeke to run for 30 yards. But you have to get really creative. And this is my boy, fifth, fifth quarter Cowboys was talking about. You have to be real creative once you get in the red zone to get in that end zone. Because defense is the shorter field. It's the shorter distance to – to and, and it's it's harder to – get passes and runs and things like that because they load up the box and they play different coverages, covers two, cover two and things like that. So they have to figure out how to use these guys. And, and we're going to see. We're going to see how Kellen Moore, the offense guru genius, is going to going to really call this offense this year because we got – there's no excuse now. You got weapons everywhere. We got three tight ends. We got uh, we got receivers out the ass. Uh, Hearns is coming back. We got mm-hmm. Gallup. We got Mark Cooper. We got we got Dak who can run the ball and take matters into own, his own hands and do it all himself. We got it. So there's no excuse. Y'all listen to them, man. Y'all listen to them. Walked off with it. <laughs> Ran off with the plug, baby. Look, this is the thing, man. <laughs> hey, this is the thing. I, I look at it from this this parameter on these parameters, right? <clears throat> yes, sir. I really think that we should go into this draft and look for another running back to help Ezekiel it. Not just a one-two punch, but just to spell them out here and there. You know what I mean? Like having somebody to come in to run a few uh, plays when he's tired, when he's exhausted, when he already did most of them in the majority of the work. That's one thing that I want out of this particular draft. I'm cool with everything else. I'm cool with what they did with the wide receivers or what have you. I'm cool with the tight end play. I still have a dark horse in this uh, as, as it relates to tight ends in this particular draft. I like the Jay Sternberger. I like what he can do. I can imagine him in this offense, what have you. But neither here nor there. I'm looking at this team with the 58 pick to draft a defensive player to make our defense so stout, make our defense so ready that when we go play other teams, they say, man – 
that that defense, that Dallas Cowboys defense, we got to be ready. That's what I want. How do you feel about this draft coming around the corner? I, I feel pretty good about it. Um, don't ask me. Don't ask me for any names because I don't know. <laughs> but um, I, I agree with. Zeke needing somebody because they almost wore him out last year. He was walking around limping. Uh, Zeke can't do it all. I mean, they they mm. gonna, they gonna kill him. They gonna they gonna wear him out before it's time. Running backs already don't last long. So, but we got some guys on this team that's on the practice team or on you know that that can you know come up. But there's a lot of guys in this draft also that can you know step up and be number two. Rod Smith, I like him. I tried to defend him all these years. Right. Uh, he's just not consistent. He's more of a out. A pass receiver, a pass receiver, running back. Um, but there, there's somebody in the draft that I'm, I'm pretty sure that can. We need a speedy guy that can hit them holes like Zeke can. Pretty much do what Zeke does. But you know, I, now obviously he's not going to be as good as Zeke. Zeke is one of a kind. Right, right, right. right. One so, of a kind. Uh, we, yeah. we got, we got to figure that out, man. They got to, they got to do something because uh, Rod Smith just is, as much as I like him, he's just not. A, he's too upright. You know, he reminds me of like Eddie George and guys like that. He, he's such, a, he's such a big target. He just can't hit them holes like Zeke can. And we need somebody. We need a power. We need a power. Kind of like C.J. Anderson. C.J. Anderson is kind of the perfect mold of <laughs> right. what, we're looking, what we're looking for. Uh, I don't know if he'll come here or if we can afford him, but uh, uh, he's, he's one of those guys. He wants to start. He doesn't want to. As good as he did against us last year in the playoffs, in the playoffs period against other teams, he was pretty good. He feels like he needs to start. So, like, now nah, you go come here and you're going to. You know, sit on the bench until we need you. And I pray he probably don't agree with that. You know, guy. No, like no, 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 no. You put a guy in, man. He averaged five point two yards per carry. Man, That's a big yeah. boy, man. Uh, number it thirty-five, is. the bowling ball with legs. He he ran clean over us. I know a lot of people saying, "Hey, they scheme," but when you average five point two yards per carry, had over a hundred yards rushing on us. The guys looked gasped. They didn't want to tackle nobody. LVE uh, from LVE to Jalen Smith to uh, uh, Xavier Woods, Jeff Heath, they didn't want that business. They didn't want that smoke. The hot boys, they came out and they said, you know what, we ain't hot today. <laughs> we don't want this smoke. <laughs> hey, number 66, getting off the ball. I'm talking about the offensive lineman, number 79. I played a reclip of those uh, old plays. Mm. And, man, when I'm telling you, man, we got our butt whooped. <laughs> they know for yeah. sure what they need. And I'm thinking that, like, with this free agency, it showed our hands. What did we picked up? Who do we brought in? We brought in a slot guy, right? That's a guy we brought in yeah. for one, and we got him, Randall Cobb. And then we brought yeah. in multiple guys that's on the defensive front, and then we've been looking for safety help too. We went inside George. We went inside George Iloka, however you say his last name. You guys, don't crucify me for for murdering his name. But we went and picked him up, right? <clears throat> yes, sir. So, and, and we brought in, of course, we wanted the Earl Thomases of the world and the Eric Berry, who still could be a possible chance after the draft if he come to reality what he want to get paid for. That's a story right, of a different right. day. So what I'm looking yeah. at it from here, uh, Cowboys fan, since 1980, Dallas Cowboys might still go and draft either a defensive lineman or a strong safety with the 58 pick. Mm. You might be right, bro. <laughs> I ain't arguing with you. Hey, hey with you. DJ Porter said Dexter Lawrence. Man, if you ever get a chance, man, just, just pull up Dexter Lawrence YouTube page, man, or, or YouTube highlights. The boy is nasty. Okay. <laughs> then he's a law, <laughs> though. He's a D-law. <laughs> yes, but you know what, though? Um, Talk to me, man. Back, back to the subject of uh, why they killed us last year. I believe, you know, we were exhausted. Mm -hmm. And I always say um, the offense 
to me was kind of the blame for that because we didn't have we, we couldn't get up the field. We we kept they 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 they, they defense kept containing us. And we were three and out, punt the ball, three and out, punt the ball. You got to keep your defense fresh. That's what mm-hmm. I'm saying. Um, we have mm-hmm. to get we have to get our offensive line back up and full. Try try to get it back up at full strength. Uh, we got Fredericks back on the scene, so hopefully we're not we're never mm-hmm. going to have him 100% again. He's going to be around 80, 89, 90. Mm-hmm. Uh, so with him back, hopefully we, we'll be a little bit stronger and we'll be able to control the game, control the clock. Got to keep that defense fresh. You cannot make uh, good decisions when you're tired. Well, trust me, we know. We, we play sports in high school, college, and things like that. Uh, no, tired, no, give, give me the famous Jimmy Johnson saying. I know you know it. <laughs> when you're <laughs> – Fatigue makes cowards of us all. You yeah. cannot think when you're tired. And that's why we couldn't stop the LA Rams last year, because they wore us out. They wore our defense out. One of the top five defense in the NFL, they wore us out, and that's how they beat us. They all thought us. That's what that's what I'm saying. That experience of getting our ass whooped last year. You should mm-hmm. go off of that, take it with a grain of salt, come back this year full force. Because you don't want to get your ass like that, get, get whooped like that again. Uh, fatigue makes cowards of us all, and yes. that's a true statement. True statement. Yes, Blake says that he agreed with you. He says our coach as well. Uh, this on the uh, on the YouTube page. He says, uh, "Yeah, uh, appreciate you guys." Uh, this is the thing. <clears throat> as we look back into this uh, last year's tape, and we look at everything that what happened and occurred last year, the best thing that we can do is listen to what Stephen Jones had to say. And he mm-hmm. said that this team is one of the youngest teams that was in the NFL last year. Not using that as an excuse, but like you said, fatigue makes cowards of us all, right? Yes, sir. There's something about wisdom and the understanding of that. And I think that everybody that's on this team that was there last year know to be better prepared this year. And I really do think that Chris Richard is going to get those boys ready. Papa Rob Marinelli is going to get those boys ready. And this is just not us talking Homer talk to you guys. What, how many games were we away from the Super Bowl? Two. We was two games away. So, and, and, and we still only lost against the L.A. Rams by how many points? Eight points. One score. One score. As dominant, as dominant as they were against us, we only lost against one score. Mm-hmm. What is 2028? 22 to 30, I believe, or something like that. Yeah, 22 to 30, I believe that was the score. And I, yeah, I, we, were, we were coming back. We, mm-hmm. we were getting in the rhythm, but it was just it was too late. Our defense too couldn't late. stay off the damn field. And they wasn't playing prevent. They was trying to get them boys up off the field. Trust me. Yeah. They wasn't playing prevent defense to allow us to get back into the game. So yeah. and go back and watch the tape and verify what I'm saying. I'm not trying to tell you guys that I know everything. I just know some things. You guys know more than yeah. I do. But, yes, I believe that sometimes we were <laughs> at times out coach. Out physical, we got punched in the mouth. We got laid down. Somebody made them our baby. I saw number ninety four flat out like a pancake because they didn't ran mm-hmm. right at him. They didn't run the ball that much on D law side. They trap blocked him and they said, "Okay, we gonna win yeah. this game through the trenches and we're gonna see if them boys are really the hot boys. We're gonna see if we can put some cold water on them." And that's what happened. <laughs> yes, indeed. <Yep. laughs> so what what I believe, man, I ain't gonna keep you too much longer, man. But what I believe, what the Cowboys should do. 
is beef up this defense. I think that with an extra year of Dak Prescott in this system, this will be his fourth year. Of course, yeah. now you can really move all of the excuses out the window. I kept some of them on the shelf last year starting off because, hell, he didn't yeah. ever throw to any of those receivers, uh, a guy named uh, Deontay Thompsons and, and Alan Hearns of the world who he was just now trying to develop and learn and Michael Gallup with the first game. Only person that was out there that, that he had consistently uh, threw the ball to was Cole Beasley. <laughs> yeah, you know, and you try you know, to win a game with we're pretty much mighty mouse out there, you know, five foot nine, five foot eight guy, you know. So it, it was one of those things where they didn't turn the page around until they got a, a dominant wide receiver named Amari Cooper. <laughs> and, and, and look, look what we did all this uh, season. Now we didn't have Amari Cooper around this time. We didn't even think that he was possible for him to exist on the Dallas Cowboys. But boy. Ooh. We got some weapons, though. There's no excuse now. I mean, we got weapons. See, that's why when the, the beginning of last season, we were they were loading up that box. They knew what we were going to do. We didn't have any, we didn't have any weapons. Now we got the weapons. Now we got to get creative. Got to get creative in the, in the playbook. Open up that playbook a little bit and uh, figure out what's going on. Figure out what you got. Use the cards you deal with and bid the hand the best you can. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so yeah, it's just that's what, the, what are your thoughts on on Rain Dakota Prescott? What are your your thoughts on him? Uh, give me the good, bad, the ugly, man. Give me the real deal. This is this, this is some of everything. Give it to me, man. I like that. That's 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 an ugly winner. Okay. That's it. That's it. That's an ugly winner. That's our quarterback. There's nothing we can do about it. That's an ugly winner. He'll throw an interception and he'll turn right around and throw a touchdown pass. Just like Brett Favre used to be back in the day. Just like Tony Romo was. Uh, people just got to get used to change. Mm-hmm. And that, that's, I'm going to say it again. Cowboy fans have to get used to change. They're not used to change. They don't, that Romo's gone. You know, we had Troy Edmond back in the day. It was <laughs> in between that Troy Edmond and Romo era, there was a lot of different quarterbacks that were a hundred times worse than Dak. And I'm not saying Dak's bad. Uh, Dak's a good quarterback. Uh, if you scheme him right, let him do his own thing, read option, all that stuff, that's great. But uh, trying to contain him and to be a pocket passer all the time, not, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes he's a great pocket passer. If the line, you got to remember Dak was, Dak and Zeke, Zeke led the uh, league in rushing with a broken offensive line. Uh, Dak had one of the high, Dak had one of the highest QBRs um, with a broken offensive line, guys. Broken offensive line. Mm. They weren't hundred percent. You cannot find receivers comfortably with a broken offensive line. You, those have to. You got to take it because if you're gonna talk about somebody, you got to look at all the aspects of the game. You because it's eleven guys out there. Dak's not out there by himself. Right. You get what I'm saying? Right, right, right. You got to look at everything. I think people just want to hate just because they know how to hate. You get what I'm saying? (laughs) Right. Uh, That's that's just an ugly one. You got the same people. Same people. (laughs) Talk to them. They'll talk. They'll talk. They'll talk mess about. And that's the last thing I'm going to say. I got to get in here with my kids. Uh, The same people, they'll talk mess about that. Mm -hmm. Damn, that. Forget that. Get Cooper Rush in. (laughs) And when he'll mess up, then when he throw a touchdown pass, they get off their couch. Yeah, oh, Dak. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. Stay on your couch. Right. Stay on your couch where you belong. You get what I'm saying? Because you're not out there. He is. You're not out there dealing with what he's dealing with. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We're on our couches. We're looking. That's all we're doing. We're hoping for the best. 
whoever's in there, I'm going to support. Because this is Dallas Cowboy. But I, I think Dak's the best. Obviously, Dak's the best man for the job. And I think Dak's one of the best QBs in the league right now. Mm-hmm. He, he just doesn't know it. And we and we don't give him time. We don't give him time to know it. Yes, indeed. <laughs> uh, look, before you run, I just want to say this right here. There are two things that I really want Dak Prescott to prove on this offseason. And that's going through his progressions and passing out of that nine and eight man front. If he can, if he consistently win off of that, because because we saw on tape, he got the strong enough arm to do it. He can pass the deep oh, post. So I don't want to hear people say, "Oh, he got a weak arm." <clears throat> That's not the case, nor the scenario. I think that if he can improve on those things, if I if all through pra- training camp and practices, I, if I'm Dak, I'm going to my coaches and saying, "Hey, put eight nine man front people in the box. Put ten people in the box and have them blitzing at me." You see, <clears throat> and put extra DBs out there in the backfield so I can see if I can methodically move the ball in practice because how you play and perform in practice is how eventually you're going to play out there on the field, you see. So <clears throat> that's, a, that's just my thought. This is my opinion. Uh, tell everybody, man, where they can find you at and wh- where you're from and all this stuff and let them know what, what all platforms you are on. <clears throat> all right, guys, I want to thank you once again, Law, for having me on. I can run my mouth once again. I'll be running my mouth. I'll be running my mouth later on on uh, Dallas Cowboy Family's channel. And, and you know, we do our, our roundtable Saturday night at about uh-huh. 10 o'clock. Uh, but right here, Dallas Cowboy Family 1980, if you don't know, now you know. Uh, same thing for Twitter, same thing for uh, Facebook. Uh, Law Nation, I know y'all already subscribed to me. One of the best in the business, guys. One of the best. Uh, the king of analyzing things, the king of film, and Basha, like, should be out there coaching too. Uh, I, I respect you, man. I love what you do for the, for the Cowboys, for for the Cowboy Nation. Uh, there are a lot of negative fans out, there, and and mm-hmm. I know we're not one. We're not one of them. Um, we do our thing. We talk Cowboys. We go. We go to our day job. You get what I'm saying? Right. Park home. Same goal. You know, guys like the uh, Space Cowboy. I can keep naming Cowboys blog. You know, Fifth Quarter Cowboy. I keep going down the list. It's too long. Yes, uh, but I. I respect everything you do, man. Let me get out of here so I can get some kind of peace and quiet with my family. Then I got to get right back on. So yeah. Appreciate the you guys, man. Make sure you stay cowboyed up and prayed up because you never know what the day is going to bring you. How about your boy? Wow. Peace. That's what I'm talking about. My brother from another mother, man. Y'all go follow his page. Check him out, man. I'm telling you, God delivered the thunder from over there where he's at. I love it, man. Cowboy Nation, all we got to do now is just take this thing one day at a time. We got George uh, in the house. We got him on this team now. And all we got to do now is just keep continuing, continuing, I'm telling you guys, to continue to make this thing happen. It will happen one way or another. That's all the time that I have for this beautiful, I'm talking about a beautiful day and night, (laughs) depending on where you guys are watching it from. Let's continue to grow this thing. Let's continue to grind. Let's continue to understand that life, life itself is always, is always a beautiful thing, right? Let's go, Cowboy Nation. If you want a thing bad enough to go out and fight for it, to work day and night for it, to give up your time and your peace and your sleep for it, if all your desires of it makes you quite mad enough that you don't get tired of it, right? That's what we've been doing, Cowboy Nation. We've been grinding so that we can shine. Yes. Let's go, Cowboy Nation. Let's G-O. And remember, you're listening to nothing but the bass. Salute.
out to y'all, man. Shout out to Jason. Shout out to Blake. Shout out to Griffin. Shout out to Superstar Status. Shout out to Montana 808. Salute. And uh, D. Wilson. Moss in the house. Moss is the boss. Appreciate you. JR, I see you, man. Appreciate you. Let's wind it back for a few. Let's wind it back for a few. Let's go. Let y'all watch out some of these uh, films of uh, George as we signed off. Nick Blue! Just for my boy Nick Blue. Joseph, all the mods, man. Really appreciate you all, man. Cole Free! Dogs gonna be ready this year, I guarantee you can book it. George I. Lopez like Steve at Waters. Yes, yes, let's go, Cowboy Nation. Let's continue to deliver the thunder. Let's continue to bring this thing back. Bring back George Sensabar. I think he's still trying to turn his head around against the Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> he ain't gonna bring that cat back. The Wolf Hunter, yes, yes. And I always gotta tell you guys, we already know how I go, right? We already know. Let's go, Cowboy Nation. It's going to be this right here. When you see that hit, Fatality. <laughs> this is Sparta! Yes, we live like 95. Continue to grind. Better grind or shine, right? <laughs>